Yes, you this my podcast. I am Childeric. Welcome to episode 29. Can you believe it? Episode 29. Today, we have lots of things happening today. Today in Toronto, a man drove a van, a rider van, onto the sidewalk and struck 10 pedestrians. Some of whom did not survive. <laughs> An unfortunate circumstance. We pray for those lives. We pray for those families who have been affected by this. Many people, many people are wondering who this man is they have in custody. Who is this man? I don't have any answers. Nine people killed, 16 more injured in Toronto. And of course, everyone is saying, was this man an imported person? Was he an imported voter? That remains to be seen. We have yet to learn the details. We have yet to learn those crucial details. Today in Armenia, the prime minister has resigned and the shadow minister has taken over those duties. We also have yet to see what is to become of that. You do not see many of those stories from that side of the world that are so crucial. Reuters is reporting that U.S. allies are pressing Trump to keep the Iran nuclear deal alive. South Korea switches off their propaganda pro broadcast. <laughs> broadcasting into North Korea, attempting to get them to abandon their tactics, and unify the Korean Peninsula. The Syrian army is targeting an insurgency in South Damascus. Prince William and Kate have just given birth to a son. A Saudi-led airstrike has killed at least 20 people at a Yemen wedding. So, so many things happening today. Representative Nunez states there was no official intelligence used when the Department of Justice started spying on Donald Trump. <laughs> many, many things happening. Many, many things happening. O'Keefe fires off a warning shot. 
to corrupt officials. Update your resumes, because we are releasing the videos next week. All your laundry, all your dirty laundry is coming out. You're dirty. You're dirty. It's a rather cryptic uh, uh, warning, okay? So, fingers crossed that this will bear some light on the subject. This will enlighten us to know what these nefarious actors have been up to. What have they been doing? Crooked Hillary praises efforts to crack down on conservative online outlets. Why won't this woman go away? Why? Hillary, you lost. You wrote a book called What Happened? In an obvious attempt to explain away why you can't pay back the money you got from the Saudis and other people who wasted over a billion dollars to install you as president of the United States, which failed. The book <laughs> is, is meant to pay those, those monies back. We get it. You're crooked. We get it. Okay? It's time to go home now. Okay, okay Granny? It's time to go. Say your goodbyes. Yep, okay. Sit right here in this wheelchair so you don't have another incident, like in the bathtub. Just, you just wait right here, Hillary. Bringing Stealth Jeff, and Stealth Jeff is going to escort you to a safe place. Just put this white jacket on, please. Is she not this the most craziest woman ever? What is going on with this woman? I'll tell you what's going on. She's guilty. She's speaking out of her guilt and acting out of her guilt, okay? These people thought they could buy an election. They thought, well, that's how it works. No, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, the numbers. If we, if we outspend our opponent, we win. No. <laughs> that isn't always how it works. Well, you got to be really dumb to think that. you got to be really stupid. Jeez. So she doesn't go away. And so not only that, I want you as a listener, as a person who has a mind, who is not as these people are, these liberals, these globalist elitists, not stupid as they are, I want you to think for yourselves and ponder. Just take a moment, close your eyes, and think about how terrorism was the scourge of us all during the Obama administration. And I want you to think about what was Obama's goal? What was his objective? Hypothetically, you could say he was attempting to overthrow the United States, the government, okay? And everything that he does while he's president <laughs> now makes sense with that as your premise. That makes a lot of sense. Now, fast forward to Hillary. Obviously, he, Obama didn't, uh, he miscalculated didn't realize that it was going to take far longer to, to sack one of the greatest economies ever in history, one of the most rich, almost the absolute richest economy ever, okay? It's 23 times the size of all of the rest of the nations combined. It's huge. 
and it was taking him far longer than he expected. So cue Hillary. Hillary, we're going to send you in there. You're going to finish the job that I couldn't do in eight years. You're going to finish it. Trump becomes president. A little more than a year later, everything that Barack Obama did is like he was never there. <laughs> that is how powerful the United States is. The United States can take a hit economically for eight years, more. Even some of, those, some of that time was under Bush's time in office. It can take a hit like that and turn around in an instant. That has the rest of the world standing up going, oh, oh, oh. What, what, what do you mean? We weren't helping them. We weren't giving them money to try to do that. What, what? what you uh, not me. We'd like to buy some weapons from you. We'd like, to, we'd like to do business all of a sudden. It's funny. Nobody could do business before. Now all of a sudden, the doors are open. And here comes all the business. Here comes all the money. All Trump did was say to corporations and businesses, return to the United States. And what they do? They all came back. They're like, hey, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't know what we were thinking. You know, it's, uh, we've been best friends for so long, you know? Hey, 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 screw all these other people. Let's be buddies again. Yeah, that's what I thought. See, because this is the thing. I talked about this a little bit in last episode, okay, with big tech. The big tech companies, they think that they have this monopoly. Facebook, Google, YouTube. They think they have this monopoly. Like, like this is it. This is the penultimate. There's nowhere else to go on the internet but here. And here is where you will stay, and you will never stray and go to any other site on the internet. That is final. That's what they thought. That, that's what they thought. They thought they would use this and leverage it uh, to their advantage. To the advantage of globalist elitists worldwide miscalculation on their part because all of a sudden all that did all of this conservative crackdown did was serve as a reminder to people that they're in a battle over free speech over their right to be able to voice their their own opinion without retribution that's the battle that people are fighting and so what do they do? They set up new websites and they start to populate those new websites and people start to migrate away from these big tech giants who abused their position and abused their success. And even thought they were powerful enough to sideline their own success, successful system in favor of them being decision makers. Who's going to be able to say what on our platform? We will sell this information to the highest bidder, the lowest bidder. We'll sell it to China. You don't think people are going to have an opinion about that. You were wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> but the dumbest part about it is you thought, oh, no, uh, well, we can, we can weather this. We can weather this. I don't think you realize what's happening. I don't think you realize what's happening. And the dumbest part about it is that all you had to do was let what was successful be successful and remain successful. You, didn't, you, should, you don't have to touch it. But you all colluded, you all got together, and you decided we're going to drive industry in a direction that is not compatible with free speech. And so that's what you did, and that's what you're doing. It's what you continue to do. And meanwhile, when people bring this egregious thing that you are doing uh, up in public, you blame it on an algorithm. 
I don't blame any of this on an algorithm. I blame it on the people that are doing it. You're guilty. It's time for, it's time for Hillary, pantsuit Hillary, to, to man up and put on some jeans, okay? You might have to do some time. You might have to do some time. You might have to mop floors, sweep and mop floors to get the money to pay back all of the people that donated to your, your campaign. You may have to do that. That's just one of those things that you end up having to do when you rip people off. Yep, I'm going to be president. Yep, you're going to want to know me. Yep, if I spend enough money, it's going to happen. I'm going to become president. It's not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. So, yeah, there's so many things like that in this world. So many things. Now, in Canada, switching from this gross subject of Hillary and her cronies and Obama and, and his cronies, his tech cronies, switching from that subject to Canada. We talked about this in the last episode, how Canada, specifically Quebec, was having migrants come in hundreds at a, at a time through New York into Quebec. And so how is it that these Haitians made it to the United States all the way from Haiti, <laughs> traveled a couple thousand miles, maybe, it's about that, whatever, I'm estimating, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how long it is, you can check it later. My point is, is that they traveled thousands of miles to get to Quebec. You know, like, like no one, the United States isn't at the border, no ice at the border, nobody's checking papers. I mean, you gotta go, you gotta have papers to go, to get into the United States, and you have to have papers to get out of the United States. Nobody's checking these people, where did they come from? And, and if they're seeking asylum, how do they get from, I can't take a journey like that. You know what I mean? I got to save up. I got to save up for, for a journey like that. Who's paying for their transportation? Who's paying for it? So as soon as they get there, Quebec says, man, we are full up. They said it, they'd say it in French. I don't have that good of a vocabulary in French. I know very little. <laughs> but. So they tell them, they say, we have reached our limit. We have no more room for any more imported voters. I mean, immigrants, sad, poor immigrants that we must take care of, men of fighting age that we must look after, men with no country. So they move them to Ontario. And I said this before, and I brought it up with certain influential individuals when I said, how can Quebec run out of room Number one. Number two, I mean, Quebec's rather large, and it doesn't have a, a very large population for the size of, of area that it covers. Now, a lot of that area, especially during the wintertime, is frozen. It's very cold. Not necessarily the most habitable, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of room. So this is what they say. They instantaneously say when it comes out that there's 400 people crossing every day, and over 6,000 or so have come in already, so they, don't, they say they don't have any room, and they immediately move these people to Ontario. Okay, well, we'll move them to Ontario. Well, I brought it up, and I said, well, it's pretty obvious what's happening. Quebec's just a gateway. And they're moving them into districts that they need votes in so they can stay in power. It's vote rigging. This is vote rigging. This 
is how you rig an election. This is how dirty these people are. They're dirty. They think they're slick. Look at me, I'm slick, Rick. Slick. Slippery and slick. Look at me. Yep. We've got it. We know what we're doing. You know what? Uh, now this has got a lot of people saying that uh, Trudeau's a one and done. He's a one-term PM. <laughs> Bye. A lot of people are saying that. Now, for the most part, Canadians are, are pretty easy going, okay? But this guy, some of the stuff that he's pulled, they're like going, oh, hell no. Because guess what? They've seen this before. They've seen this before. We've seen it here in the United States. We've seen it here in the United States. <laughs> That's how Obama got in his two terms. And that's what they tried to do with Hillary, but we were on to them. We were on to them and we provided clean voting machines. And we made sure everyone was aware of when they were busing people outside the district, from outside the district, into the district. <laughs> in places that they needed, that they knew they, they needed. Silly. Silly stuff. Why is this a thing? Why do we have to put up with this low-level, low-IQ government. Why do we have to do this? How do these people get in? They, they manipulate their way in there. This is silly. Silly. Get out. Get out of this. There's no reason for you to be there. There's no reason for you to be there. I just can't allow, I can't sit back and just, just wait and allow people to forget their heritage, to forget why the, their governments have the rules that they have. We cannot allow this to happen, okay? It cannot be done. So that is why I am here, here to keep you honest, here to point out and give guidance where I can and where it is necessary. <laughs> For the reason that I care so much about you, I care. I want you to know. I don't want you to not know. I want you to be informed. I don't want you to be in the dark. I want you to have opinions that are well-informed and well-formed based, based on the knowledge. Truth wins every time. Truth wins every time. So we have an interesting list now. We have an interesting list. Here in the United States, where guns are legal. This is what I want you to remember. Is legal. Second Amendment makes it legal for citizens of the United States to be armed. 
Specifically, I want you to understand this thing here, and that is the, the liberals, the left, the globalists want you to fear the AR-15. They want it banned. There are other guns that are far more deadly than an AR-15, but <laughs> least you forget. Let's refresh your memory. Liberals know that there are other guns, but they think that the AR-15 is the one they've picked. How do we know that the AR-15 is the one they've picked that they want banned because they think it's the most deadly? Aurora, AR-15. Orlando, AR-15. Parkland, AR-15. Las Vegas, AR-15. Sandy Hook, AR-15. Umpqua, AR-15. Waffle House, AR-15. Texas Church, AR-15. San Bernardino, AR-15. Contrast to other countries in the world where you have the destructive vehicle of choice, weapon of choice is the vehicle. France, vehicle. Toronto, vehicle. Barcelona, vehicle. Stockholm, vehicle. Manhattan, vehicle. London Bridge, vehicle. Berlin Christmas Market, vehicle. London, Westminster Bridge, vehicle. Do we have a list for knives? Because knives are traditionally used as well. So the reason why I'm saying this is because the left will definitely bring up the AR-15. Why do they want you to focus on the AR-15? Because that's the weapon they chose to use when they <laughs> provided it to these psychopaths to use it in the United States against people in the United States. The left is doing this, okay? These globalist elitists, this, these garbage state, deep state liberals, Obama, his administration, <laughs> former administration, they're all behind this. Obama, his FBI knew the Orlando shooter. They knew his father, had him on as an informant, wanted the shooter to be, to be a paid informant. And we have no record of what they told this man. There's no records. But the guy rats him out, says he's acting on behalf of ISIL. Well, the only person that used the term ISIL for ISIS is Obama. So you see what the problem is. You see what the problem is? These terrorist events are being done by globalist elitists. The immigration problem is being <laughs> caused by the globalist elitists. We're inviting people from the Middle East into your country and into my countries. Where these countries do not have access to things like an AR-15, we see vehicles being used as the weapon of choice of terrorists. Where we don't see these things is where we have bombings, okay? So, this is a clear agenda by these people to create chaos so that while you are focused on that chaos, they can take control. Further control, erode your rights to defend yourself. This very thing is the reason why the Founding Fathers founded in their wisdom to make sure that the citizens were armed. This is exactly why that was put in there. So, 
have no illusions, be under no illusions. This is the liberal globalist elitist <laughs> plot. They have now become the terrorists of the world. Whereas before they were able to make up a terrorist organization that was fake, perhaps, or multiples, and then use them for their bidding. Now they can't do that. And all of a sudden, magically, as soon as Trump gets elected, ISIS is gone. Why do you think that is? Could it be because they lost their funding? Could it be because Hillary was no longer running guns and weapons through Lebanon into Syria? Well, it's the oddest thing. It's just so very odd. Don't you think? Be honest with yourself. Don't you think? The tactics changed as soon as Obama left office. Why? Because he's not there anymore. He's not there to fix and hide the planning and the contacts. He's not there to fix it and hide it. So the tactics had to change, and so now they started shooting up schools. This is what we're up against. This is the enemy. When Hillary says, we may all see it in us, she's correct. And in startlingly dumb, this woman is so stupid, she actually described the exact penalty for the crime she knew she was guilty of. Her and her whole crew of people. That's who she was speaking to. That is who she was speaking to. So it's time. It's time for you and I to wake up, open our eyes, and understand that those people have no business anywhere near government. <laughs> they have no business being free in our society. And they have no business conducting these terror attacks. It's time to wake up. Europe, next episode, we're coming for you.